Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. Police in New Zealand report they had to intervene in an argument between these two friends over the weekend that, un- or that fortunately did not turn violent. It was, however, a bad situation. Authorities got the call Sunday. An unidentified woman was reported to have taken the property of her friend because she believed he owed her money and refused to pay it back. That property was a male sheep. Police told the woman that she could not hold another person's property in such a manner, and then the sheep went home, even though the woman was later said to believe that the wool was being pulled over her eyes. You think the sheep's, like, confused, Cliff, about what's going on? <laughs> yeah, very confused. I'm at one person's house one day, and... I don't know where I live. I don't know where I live. <laughs> well, Cliff, is everything going all right at the Sweatpants Lounge this morning? Well, yes. Okay, well, I was, um... Well, this morning, one of those days, running around, <laughs> running around, you know, and you can't Again? see... Oh, yes. <laughs> it, I feel like I'm trying to fix something here at Country 98.1 with duct tape, and my tape has no sticky side to it. You know what I'm saying? It's like... Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of sounds That's bad, doesn't it? <laughs> Woo. Cliff, do you do anything special to kind of de-stress yourself if you ever get stressed out? Um, you have a routine? Well, yeah. Like a routine? Yes. It's like a, consistently this, you know, the same thing. Um, walk the dog every day. That's a... You know, like a 30-minute thing that we go, we don't go very fast, obviously. <laughs> but we do go for a walk every day. We're out in, um, uh, outside, out in nature, I guess you might say. Um, so there is that, and I've been known to uh, just basically go cut the grass. You know, sometimes you just go cut the grass because you're basically alone in your own thoughts and you can sort things out. So I'll go with that. That's a couple of good ideas right there, Cliff. Yeah. I know, Thanks. you know, sometimes when you um, get out of your comfort zone, you're doing things you yeah. don't normally do, you get mm-hmm. a lot of stress on your life. And, well, yesterday, True. that was we, me, Cliff, here at Country oh, 98.1. <laughs> <It was. laughs> well, doing the news, you know, I'm not really the news guy, and so... Yeah, but I had everything written for you. I understand, but you still... You to read it. <laughs> I understand, but still, sometimes when you're reading, you get all messed up, yeah. and it's just... It's just not what you're normally used to doing, and so you well, that's true. Kind of yes. have to kind of de-stress. And I was really stressed when I got out of here yesterday, and so I went home and did what I usually do when I'm extremely stressed. I and what's what's that? I like to sit inside, and like you going <laughs> out, I like to be inside in a dark room, and then I like to listen to my collection of music from laxative TV commercials, and that seems to really de-stress me. Well, it, it's, I, I could see it loosening you up, without a doubt. Exactly. So um, if you want to go with Cliff's idea and go out into nature and cut the grass and walk your dog, or stay inside where it's nice and comfortable and try my technique, laxative TV commercials, boy, I'm telling you, Cliff, it, there's nothing more relaxing than that. Yeah. <laughs> And if you can get a copy of the greatest yeah. hits, I'm telling you, <laughs> I said hits. hits, I said hits. I'm, I'm glad you did. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we, this might be the story that uh, I've been waiting 15 years to do on purpose. It may have happened several times by accident. Residents of Nassau County on New York's Long Island apparently like a wide variety of sports, including tennis. 
The public tennis courts there, though, had to be closed because of the pandemic. Officials in the county now working to get them reopened as long as a specific set of guidelines are in place and followed by the tennis players. And those guidelines were explained by Nassau County Executive Laura Curran over the weekend. It seems as though tennis balls are made of a material that can, in fact, harbor coronavirus and other disease. And so it's important to remember that during a game of tennis, you can kick someone else's balls. You just can't touch them. Those, by the way, her words, not mine. Curran goes on to say that if you're playing tennis with someone else from your own family, your own household, well, those are balls you can touch. And to avoid confusion, she suggests using a Sharpie to put an X or your initials on your balls to avoid confusion. How are you supposed to serve the things, Cliff? <laughs> um, you're supposed to use your own balls to serve. <laughs> well, it sounds confusing to me, Cliff. <laughs> it's a bit confusing, yes, and that's why you should get your Sharpie out and put your initials on your balls. That whole game is confusing to me. <laughs> I don't know why we, we they have this weird score thing, you know. I don't 15, either. 30, 40, yeah, that's... That's can always been confusing. It's always been confusing to me. There has to be a story behind that. That would be a good take it to the bank someday, Cliff. Yeah, someone should research that. Yeah, they should. Well, some things go together, like peanut butter and jelly. Yeah. Toast and butter. Yep. And some things don't go together at all, Cliff. And I'm talking about 7-Eleven stores and the Nike Shoe Company because they've decided <laughs> to hook up together. They've decided to hook up. Yes, and okay. they're creating a Nike shoe in the 7-Eleven colors. <laughs> now, I looked this up, Cliff, yeah. and I've got the picture on my uh, computer screen right now. Okay. And they're a real thing that you can purchase. And the colors are kind of an orange, a light, I would say, pinkish color, and yeah. a green color, almost a neon green. It's a little bit different looking whenever you think of 7-Eleven and Nike getting together and creating a baby shoe. And my <laughs> shoes, Cliff, yeah. I got to uh, tie them a while ago right yeah. after I looked this up. And they smell like, to me, the yeah. 7-Eleven hot dog that's on the display in the uh, revolving <laughs> in the, wiener machine, you that know. Little, that little rolling wiener machine. Yes, camp. yes. <laughs> about a month after it's been on there. Have you been uh, following the baseball, possibly getting back together and playing stories in Cliff? I, I have um, not followed it closely, but I have seen some sports writers weigh in on Twitter that whatever it is that they're proposing, they don't believe that it's actually doable. They've got some crazy <laughs> stuff going on. <laughs> yeah. I I. I Mark down a few of the items, Cliff. Okay. If they get back together, of course, they're going to be playing in front of uh, no fans. No right. one will be there. The yep. ball players, though, will be required no finger licking, <laughs> no showers after the game. You must wait until you get back to your hotel to take a shower. <laughs> That's right. If you're on base, they're encouraging the defensive team to stay a few steps away from the person on base. Okay. And that's how you steal bases, Cliff, when nobody's that's paying what I was attention. Say. How am I going to tag you out? Yes. <laughs> Players are not to socialize with the opponents. They're not supposed to speak to them. They're supposed to ignore yeah. them. There will be no high fives, no fist bumps, no hugs. Yeah. And no spitting, whether it's tobacco or sunflower seeds. <laughs> no spitting. None. Well, how can you play baseball without spitting? I don't think the players <laughs> can play baseball without spitting. 
Thankfully, though, Cliff, you know, that yeah. one thing that all baseball players seem to do, so Maybe. far, there's no <laughs> yeah. outlawing of that. Apparently, grabbing your crotch is still okay. I think so, yes. <laughs> well, Cliff, it didn't take a pandemic to make me think this for a long, long time, that um, yeah. one of the riskiest places for uh, germs is at your yeah. local supermarket. And True. I've known that for quite some time, but I'll be honest with you, until just recently, I really didn't wipe down my cart whenever I walked in. (laughs) Yeah. And now, every time, I make sure I take the uh, sanitizing cloth they have there, Mm -hmm. and I wipe it down on the handle and around the edges and stuff like that. I've gotten so paranoid, Cliff, that... You know that stick they use to separate your stuff from my stuff on the conveyor belt when you're in line there? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm bringing my own stick now. (laughs) I had a little stick of a thing at home. It's rubber, and I thought, you know what? Everybody (laughs) and their brother touches this stick, and nobody ever cleans it. True. And I bet you it's not been cleaned (laughs) in ages. Maybe recently because of this. I mean, it's they're probably. I mean, if you've if you've checked out, like say at Menards, uh, every cashier basically wipes down everything at their register area <laughs> after every customer. Now. Right. So that's possible. Yeah. I've never noticed a stick there at Menards. Well, that's true. But at the grocery <laughs> store, it's almost a requirement to open a store. You have to have the stick. Those things. Yes. I guess what's what's really uh, curious to me is. Why you have your own rubber stick? Well, I'm trying to be as cautious as possible, Cliff, and I figure... I mean, you had this at home. Well, you know, well, it was just there. I mean, it's not like okay. I went out and ordered it or anything. I don't even know where yeah. it came from. It just kind of was like, hey, I could use that as my dividing stick. I guess that's what they call it. Is that what they call that thing? Does it have I a proper so. name? I don't know what the name is. Besides disgustingly, you know, germ-infested. <laughs> but I make sure that mine's nice and clean, yeah. and then I stick it in a bag whenever I leave, and maybe everybody should do that, Cliff. And then get, you sanitize your stick. Yes, yes. I mean, this story demonstrates the power of police to find a suspect in any case, despite those suspects' amazing efforts to hide their identity. Police in the small Virginia town of Louisa were quick to respond to reports of an armed robbery at a convenience store there a few days ago, but still, those believed to be responsible made it away from the scene without capture. The images of the two suspects provided by surveillance cameras, though, were actually quite good quality, so the cops definitely had something to work with. And in a matter of days, one of the two men believed to be involved was arrested, despite a disguise that included putting a carved-out watermelon over his head with eye holes cut out in the front. It's pretty cool, though. <laughs> he had a watermelon head, yeah. It, well, except for the nastiness of the, you know, insides watermelon. of it. Yeah. That and wouldn't be gross. bad. Well, Cliff, I mean, <laughs> yeah, you could do that sometime, couldn't you? It'd be a pretty big watermelon now, wouldn't it? I was going to say, the... Uh, <laughs> Thanks. Cantaloupe would be kind of a yeah. done deal there. Thanks. All right. We're looking for somebody who's brave this morning at 812-386-1250. Hey, it's Mike Luttrell. All right, Mike Luttrell. How's it going today? It's going. Well, Mike Luttrell, where are you from? Parts unknown. Parts unknown, too. You and Rob must live in the same town. (laughs) What's the zip code for parts unknown? Yeah. (laughs) 
6666. Wow. Wow. All right. Well, Michael, have you ever heard Muskrat Love by Captain Antonio? Yeah, I love that song. You love that song. Well, of course you do. Well, I'm going to give you this statement. Michael, you tell me if it's correct, if it's true, or if I just made it up. And if you're right, we'll see what happens, okay? All right, let's get her done. Do you know anything about cereal, Michael? Uh, I don't know. I'm all about beer for breakfast. Okay, well, of course you are, in parts unknown. Well, here's your, here's your statement. There was a long-lost fourth member of Snap, Crackle, and Pop Gang for Rice Krispies. And that fourth member's name was Powell. That's Bob. So you think he just made that up? I do. Well, I wish I had, but that is actually true, Michael. There was a fourth member back in the 50s. Yes. And because of you, Mike Luttrell, from Parts Unknown, we're going to be hearing Muskrat Love. Are you going to put on your polar plunge bear costume? <laughs> no. If, well, if I dance knew, around the studio, I if I knew you wanted it, Michael, I would have done that for you this morning, but I didn't bring it with me. Oh, here it goes, Cliff. Can you hear it? Oh yeah, I can hear it. Oh, I need a ice pick for didn't. my ears. Wish I didn't. <laughs> Pretty soothing, wasn't it, Cliff? Oh, that little synthesizer solo thing. <laughs> yeah, that was... What the heck was that? I don't know. But, but thanks to Michael, in parts unknown, yeah, we got to hear that. Our take it to the bank this morning, Cliff, is, well... Yes? It came from earlier this morning when we were talking about all the silly rules they were going to try and implement in baseball. Yes. And that got me to thinking about, you know, here in the United States, our national mm-hmm. sport is baseball. Yeah. May not be the most popular, but that's our national sport. And so I kind of looked up some other countries. Spain has football, the original yeah. kind of football, not not our yes. kind. France, of course, would be tennis. Yeah. And England kind of surprised me with cricket. Cricket. I thought they would be football, too. And then, of course, there's Scotland over there. We're blowing a bagpipe seems to be their national sport. <laughs> okay, it's golf, but I thought okay. blowing a bagpipe would sound blowing a lot a better. Bagpipe. Well, it's a lot easier to blow a bagpipe, you know, when you've got booze breath. So Exactly right, and it's a lot easier, I'm assuming, than playing golf. But I found a country, Cliff, that I think this is an absolutely wonderful national sport that they have, and they take it very okay. serious. And okay. as you know, our good friend Walter, who helps us out from time to time, like the Polar Plunge, yeah, we might volunteer Walter to do that sport okay. here this summer if he has time. Cliff, before we do the Take It to the Bank, I want you to picture Walter, our good buddy. See if this isn't <laughs> perfect just for him, okay? Okay, sure. All right. We're talking national sports. And the national sport of Turkey is Greece wrestling. Now, I'm not talking about throwing around a tube of grease. No. No. <laughs> Two guys cover themselves entirely in olive oil, and to win the match, they have to pin their opponent or just yeah. lift your opponent up and carry him for three steps. <laughs> but he's covered in grease. He's covered in grease. <laughs> yeah, I could, as much as I hate to say this, I could totally picture our friend Walter 
greased up and trying to pick up some greasy dude in a wrestling ring. Can you not imagine that out back here at Country 98.1, Cliff in the Grass? I just as soon not. Okay. Well, all of that you can take to the bank. It's the national sport of Turkey, grease wrestling. With Walter. With Walter. (laughs) Well, Cliff, we've uh, received some text messages about the disgusting take it to the bank we had this morning (laughs) and i just want to say this in my defense as Uh bad as that image might be in your minds to this morning (laughs) two greasy greasy men wrestling thankfully (laughs) yeah we discussed baseball earlier and took our take it to the bank on that path of a national sport even though turkey's got a weird one that sounds weird too. Turkey's got a weird one. <laughs> got a weird one. Yes. We could have went down the path where I was going to, Cliff. Where was that? And I don't even be? think I can do that tomorrow. Gonna, the actual original way that you know. Sleeping Beauty woke up when it was originally written. Oh. Yes. You know, the prince comes and gives her a kiss and she wakes up. I think I've heard this. Yes. <laughs> and if you haven't, yeah. Google it. And you can uh-huh. have your own take it to the bank, because I'm not saying all that. <laughs> no. But you know I'll say just about anything. I know you me. will, so we won't do that. <laughs> Be safe, make good choices, and remember, turkey has a weird one. Cliff, anything said today? <laughs> Phrases of the day start with number three. Use a Sharpie and put your initials on your balls. Tennis balls. Of number two. <laughs> Listening to music from laxative TV commercials. You know, that's going to be number two. Always going to be number two. Always. (laughs) And the number one morning roadshow phrase for today, I believe it was Mike who called in and said, I'm all about beer for breakfast. (laughs) That that is true. Is it Mike? Yeah. Yeah, it was. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.